Humility. Humble yourself and see what God has to offer. Hello and welcome to Dumi's Daily Grind. My name is Dumi and I have created this channel to share my life experiences, inspiration I have found from others, learnings I have earned and things I have been taught throughout various periods of my life especially the ones related to sobriety, finding serenity, and general mental health topics. Please subscribe if you enjoy this kind of content, and please support my channel by becoming a Patreon. The link is available below. Anyway, Dao De Jing by Lao Tzu says, he who clings to his work will create nothing that endures. If you want to accord with the Tao, just do your job, then let it go. That's it. Just do your job, then let it go. And that is exactly what I am doing. I want to talk about humility as I have been getting advice, as a lot of us get advice from others to humble ourselves. But what is it? What do they mean by humility? The meaning of humility, according to the dictionary, is the quality of having a modest or low view of one's importance. And when stated in that way, some of us view it as a negative characteristic. I think this is mainly because of what we have been taught about the importance of high self-confidence and self-esteem. This then sounds contrary to what we know. So let me tell you a story of a woman who was forced to humble herself and then I will look at my perceived importance of humility. There was a woman who had once managed to achieve financial freedom. She was happy and had what her heart desired. She was a hard worker and had a great talent of making money, but just enough to cover her lifestyle and look after her family. Her children did not lack anything material and they did not lack time with their mother and lived quite decent lives. She then started taking her blessings for granted and slowly started thinking she can stay on this positive trajectory for the rest of her life. She had this belief that she had the talent and ability to keep going without anyone's help. She was so confident with her achievements that she relaxed and became complacent. She was so proud of her achievements and her goals were just about to be fulfilled. Right in her grasp was, this, was the success that she always dreamed of. A nice large house in a good neighborhood, three properties registered in her name, investment accounts and regularly receiving unsolicited offers from financial institutions. She saw, though, too, she wouldn't get back into debt. Slowly, her complacency led her to reducing the hours she used to focus on growth 
she stopped being grateful and acknowledging that she did, she did not get to that point on her own. She took her routine to stay healthy and clean for granted. She stopped looking for and seeing the signs that her source of income was slowly depleting. Although she thought she was happy, she didn't take note of her state of mind. The ego was slowly being watered and fertilized, growing in the background. She said to herself, I have arrived. I am here and got here by myself, my talent, my hard work and my skills. She became arrogant and was beaming with pride. She stopped taking care of the little things that she used to do on a daily basis to take care of her spiritual wellness. She eventually took everyone and everything for granted, including God. Then tragedy struck, a death in the family, and she was struck with grief. She blamed herself. She had feelings of guilt, so much guilt, that she was in a, she was in a position to help this family member, but never succeeded. In her grieving process, she felt alone, and she placed herself in that loneliness in her mind. She had left behind the tools that could now come in handy to help her deal with the situation. She no longer had faith in her higher power, no fellows to call, no shoulders to cry on, because in her mind, they were all gone. She was too proud to humble herself and ask for help. She had isolated herself from her support systems, those support systems that she had worked so hard to put in place. In the midst of the unforeseen financial trouble, this tragedy happened and she found herself in, a spir in a spiritual trouble as well. The arrogance and the ego had taken over her life and was growing and eventually grew to a point that she became disrespectful and eventually relapsed. It was too late for her. She had lost her way. She had lost the spiritual freedom she once cherished. It was downhill. Faster and faster, her life crumbled. Her home, her financial freedom, her kindness, peace and love that she had for herself had disappeared. Unable to keep her lifestyle going, she had to make a plan protect her family from pending doom. Her children should not see this downfall, she thought to herself, and use the credit that was available, using it all, knowing that if she doesn't change her ways, she would not be able to repay it. But she didn't admit defeat and just carried on with her damaging behavior. Getting idea after idea from her egotistical mind, cancelling lease agreements and moving her family into slightly smaller places, slightly cheaper properties, but refusing to acknowledge the issue itself. She still had her investments at that moment and started withdrawing them slowly to keep up with the appearances. 
She could not bear the thought of anyone finding out that she had made the greatest error in her life. Humble herself and ask for help. All the investments dried up with no means for replenishment. This was a suffering of the psychological and the physical type. The suffering brought on by the attachment to how the world must receive her. She sold the property to continue living, not willing to let go of her material possessions. She just stored them, paying high storage fees and high rental. Things got really bad, really quickly, but her psyche was not right. She was blind to the in inevitable doom. She moved her family into other properties in the middle of nowhere to hide and desperately try and regain her sobriety. It didn't work. Things got worse. Month by month, and a year went by. They could only afford to keep the children in school and provide a meal for the family and nothing else. She thought one day that she was ready to restart her sober life and booked herself into a rehabilitation center. 21 days without access to the world and her substance should do the trick, so she thought. But this solution only worked for nine months because she never let go of the attachments. She didn't let go of her ego. She didn't let go of her arrogance and disrespect. There was a glimpse of getting out of this disastrous life and she managed to gain employment. She was so unhappy but kept going. She thought she was on her way back up. However, this was just another false perception. Being led by her ego, she was a fool to think she had regained the importance that she once had. A worldwide disaster struck, halting everything. She was one of the first to be let go. She was out again, without any income. Together with her partner, they were able to keep food on the table though. And back she was to her ways of numbing the pain. The reality of her circumstances were too harsh for her to bear. Her constantly being unwilling to face her pain just assisted in digging the hole deeper. Darker and darker it became. They saw the property they were living in just in time. A slight relief. A slight letting go, just to survive another day. There was no more protecting the children from seeing the pain and the suffering. They lived with them. They experienced it every single day. They moved once more. With luck on their side, they found a reasonable shelter. The hustle continued. They bought stock and resold it. They marketed, they sold, they delivered, making small profits to just put food on the table. The day came when her eyes were finally open, when she was forced into having a spiritual change, 
a psychic change and was able to regain the ability to be grateful for the food that they were able to dish up for their children. A decision was made to stop the hustle and just reboot. They stopped, she stopped, and finally humbled herself and asked for help when they had nothing left and help they received. This help was received in all sorts of ways until they finally realized that letting go of ego and the controlling way may be the only way. They humbled themselves and completely surrendered. She started working on her relationship with her higher power and slowly, slowly, she was able to fully trust that God will take care of things. All she had to do is her part and place all effort on things that she can control. Things that are here and now. With the understanding that she possesses no power to change the past, has absolutely no magic to predict the future, but can determine how today goes. We all suffer because we all have attachments. We are attached to things. We are attached to people, memories, goals, dreams. We are attached to our past. We are attached to society, our habits, our routines, and so many things. These attachments are the root of suffering. As taught by Buddhism, Taoism, and other philosophies, and when we don't let go of the attachments, we will suffer. There is no better place for some of us to learn humility than when we are at rock bottom. When our decisions have landed us in chaotic situations. But what if your life is not chaotic and you are in a happy place, living life the way you want and are satisfied with everything? Can you be humble? Is there a point to it? Can you prevent your own suffering? Humility is freedom from pride or arrogance. Accepting the honor of experiencing life. Being given the gift to live, to taste, to smell, to hear, to touch, and perhaps to see this beautiful world as it is. It is so amazing that we think as human beings that we have the ability to change the physical world through our actions. Perhaps we do as a collective, but the universe does not require our efforts to keep thriving. It existed before we existed and will continue to exist in whatever form it pleases to exist without us. Do you know that if there was some sort of catastrophe that could end us as humanity, the earth would continue to exist? Well, at least that is what I believe now. My purpose is not to change the world or to change others. I believe my purpose is to be the best version of myself and be grateful for the chance at life in whatever form. So the answer to these questions is yes. Yes, 
you can prevent the suffering. We have the power of choice and that power comes with great responsibility because our actions will determine the consequences. If we learn this before things get bad, then life becomes much more enjoyable. We can avoid being wealthy and unhappy. We can avoid the perception that we have everything but have nothing at all in our core. We can avoid the state of mind that leads to depression and anxiety. Through humbling ourselves, surrendering to God, and understanding how important it is to let go. Clinging causes pain, but clinging is avoidable. How the world perceives you should have nothing to do with you if you are doing what is right. Right view, right resolve, right speech, right conduct, right livelihood, right effort and right mindfulness and the right meditative absorption. Being humble does not mean unworthiness. It means accepting that there is a power greater than yourself, no matter what you call it. God, universe, the Tao, the name of it is of no importance to me. The higher power has all power, all wisdom, all creativity, all knowledge. So let it stop trying to control everything. Let it be. And with right action, the results will reveal themselves in due course. When the time is right. I will end this by quoting from the Tao Te Ching as it has given me something to really take into consideration. Non-action action. Through non-action and not doing, you will do everything that needs to be done because the Tao will act through you. Practice not doing and everything will fall into place. This is taken from Stephen Mitchell's English translation of the book Tao Te Ching, The Art of Living. It says, the Tao never does anything, yet through it all things are done. The master does, not, does nothing, yet it leaves nothing undone. The ordinary man is always doing things, yet many more are left to be done. The master arrives without leaving, sees the light without looking, achieves without doing a thing in pursuit of knowledge. Every day something is added. In the practice of the Tao, every day something is dropped. Less and less do you need to force things until finally you arrive at non-action. When nothing is done, nothing is left undone. Therefore, the master acts without doing anything and teaches without saying anything. Practice not doing and everything will fall into place. Do you have the patience to wait till your mud settles and the water is clear? Can you remain unmoving till the right action arises by itself? The gentlest thing in the world overcomes the hardest thing in the world. That which has no substance enters where there is no space. This shows 
the value of non-action. True mastery can be gained by letting things go their own way. It can't be gained by interfering. Act without doing. Work without effort. Think of the small as large and few as many. Confront the difficult while it is still easy. Accomplish the great task by a series of small acts. The master stays behind. That is why she is ahead. Dumi's Daily Grind is a presentation purely based on my experiences, inspiration I found from others, learnings I have earned, and things I have been taught throughout various periods of my life. This show is not representative of any group, organization, religious or spiritual beliefs, or any sobriety program. My goal is to open up a conversation about things that may be difficult for us to talk about and to purely encourage us to be open-minded to the tools that may be or are freely available. Here I talk about recovery, spiritual growth, mental health issues, sobriety, relapses and spiritual well-being. Focusing mainly on the daily work, the grind, that goes into finding peace of mind, contentment and freedom from addiction, life's hardship, daily spiritual and mental struggles, and I hope that together we can find solutions, inspiration and motivation on living healthy, being present, sober and clean while we travel together on this journey toward finding enlightenment or at least some peace of mind. Thank you for your time, your support, and being with me on this journey to finding serenity. If you enjoy listening to me, I would appreciate it if you would subscribe and let your friends, your family, and your tribe know that they can also join me on this journey. If you would like to get in touch, you can send an email to dummiesdailygrind at gmail.com. Until I see you next time, stay well and may your higher power shower you with blessings and keep you safe today. Let us be diligent with the work required to achieve our goals and hopefully experience serenity and peace of mind. The answers are always right in front of us and will be revealed if we truly seek them. Let us be present, conscious, and intentional in our lives and grow positively to achieve the happiness that we truly seek. Goodbye for now. I will see you next time. Lots of love.